Welcome to Mastering Life's Adventures, an educational podcast about tapping into your true self, the soul, your soul, the substance of your life, to discover what life's ups and downs are really about, and how to have a greater sense of purpose, peace, joy, and fulfillment. I am Dr. Judith Holder, your host, coach psychologist, fellow seeker who enjoys diving into the connections between spirituality, psychology, wellness, and your everyday life's adventures. All preparing and polishing you like the fastest of magnificent diamond to be your best self. If you're craving more from your life, you are in the right place. Come, let's journey together and transforming what you know into who you really are. Mastering Life's Adventures begins now. Welcome back. We've been laying some foundational stones or pillars that allow you to understand this whole concept of moving forward as it relates to soul evolution and the importance and the things that the soul needs to have. It's like nourishing the soul. What are those things that you can become more intentional about uh, in order to have that soul and your soul to continue to grow and advance in its evolution? So we've been talking a little bit about the attention forms reality. We also talked about distractions, how they kick you off that kind of beam. And then also the importance of still time. And then went into talking about the, the distinction between the ego persona and, and the soul and what the soul's needs are. And what I wanted to do was to be able to move to another pillar and talk about that. But I first wanted to just to see how things went with anything you notice and the distinction between your ego persona and your interactions and your discussions with other individuals in your world versus when you're aware of your soul and the subtleness and the intuitiveness of your soul, uh, helping or guiding or being able to make certain statements that sometimes may come out, out it's very profound and right on target. Are you becoming more attuned to just observing yourself and in that observation, being aware of who's showing up? Is the ego showing up and its competitiveness and comparison? Is the soul showing up and its ability to be uh, focused and wise and prompt you in terms of making certain choices and decisions? For example, the soul will um, sometimes say intuitively, go right. That would be the better way to go on the highway. But the ego will say, no, we're fine. Let's just continue to move forward. So you continue to move forward. You go with what the ego had said. Just continue. We'll get there. We know this route. And then lo and behold, you come into a lot of traffic. And there's an accident ahead. And now you're going to be late for work probably by a half hour because it is so much traffic that's um, just blocked and waiting for things to be cleared. While your soul, who was very gentle, saying, take this exit, go this direction, knows more than what the eagle can ever know about how to help you as moving forward in your life. And it's important for us to be uh, in listening grace, so to speak, in listening ear to that soul prompting. But we've got to understand the distinction between what is the vibration of our soul and what is the vibration of our ego and how it shows up. So continue, you know, be with just being aware. 
and being aware of the subtleness. And the more that you're aware of that, the more that you're going to be able to say, mm, I'm going to go with this voice, <laughs> my, my intuitive voice, um, then my ego voice that is telling me um, to do something that's not going to be to my greater liking or good or going to be as helpful as what my soul would have told me and prompted me to be able to do. So all you're trying to do right now is notice and start to make it the, the distinctions. Is it my soul speaking or is it my eager persona speaking? So with that being said, let's go and talk about another pillar or, or a foundational stone. And that is related to there are certain universal laws that exist um, that the soul follows or needs to follow. Uh, in order for it to continue to, in its soul evolution, to continue to grow in its uh, patterns and, and the pristine beauty of um, uniting with that, the soul source, which is God or Atman or the I am presence or whatever you want to call that soul source um, for you, yourself. And first, we need to talk a little bit about what universal laws are. Universal laws are different from man-made laws. Universal laws don't change. Whereas man-made laws, yeah, you can change the law of the land and be something different. And people will follow that. But universal laws run on the universe. And so they don't change every decade or every year or every month. They're pretty consistent. They're the same yesterday today and forever. They're consistently laws that exist that's important to be aware of. Universal laws of immortal, whereas we live in mortality, mortal forms, that ashes to ashes, dust to dust in terms of the physical form, but the soul does live on. And that living on is related to one of the laws, which I'll talk about in a minute. And universal laws operate the same for any person or anything that's what happened. You know, every, anyone can use those laws, but you prefer to use them in right order and right action. They're considered, I would think, the impersonal aspects of God. The impersonal aspects uh, in terms of, for example, uh, Moses and the Ten Commandments. These commandments were commandments regardless of what, what religion you belong to, um, but there were universal laws that he gave at that point in time when Moses asked, who should I say sent me, is sending me with this? And he said, say, I am that I am. I am above as I am below in you and that spirit spark or that soul spark that exists within you. Or in Gautama Buddha, who talked about the Four Noble Truths. They're just universal laws. They have different wordings and different vernacular, if you want to say, that's being used, but they're there. Uh, and we have to understand them because they really are for the growth and advancement of the soul. And just as a beginner skier, you know, if you're skiing, you don't ski if you're a beginner. You don't ski on one ski and say, well, this will do. Well, usually it doesn't do because you're going to fall and you're, you may even hurt yourself in skiing or in swimming. 
you know, there certain strokes will help you to get further across in the pool than doing just a doggy paddle. They try to get there. You know, there are different things that are needed to help you to continue to grow in each of the strokes that you do to get across the particular pool that you may be swimming in. Or even when you're learning to drive and you're a beginner driver, there are certain laws that exist in the beginning to drive. You know, you've got to you know, take their driver's exam and you also need to know when a red light says stop. And an amber light means slow down and, you know, and a green light means speed up, keep moving, but within the speed limit. So laws do exist in countries too. And so driving on the right side or versus driving on the left side. So there are many laws that are man-made laws, but there are also spiritual laws or universal laws that exist. And these laws do not change. And one of those is what I mentioned to you in one of the episodes is the law of cause and effect. And the law of cause and effect is, is you know, you will reap as you sow. Uh, you will, you know, the very thing that you are doing to someone else that may be malicious or mean-spirited, that, that energy will come back to you at some point in time. It may not be right then and there, and sometimes it does. Or maybe a later point, but that's when we talk about this law of cause and effect tying into also the law of karma. Uh, and that karma, um, which we now have in the vernacular around good karma and bad karma, um, but it, it is saying that your actions do have a result. Your actions do have meaning and they do have impact not only on yourselves, but it also has impact on others as well. So part of that law of cause and effect that, you know, ties into that law of karma ties into another law of free will. So we have free will to do and to experiment on this planet Earth. And our, our decisions that we do may do either create that aspect of good or bad type of energy or karma. And so that free will is that we have to be attuned to how are we using our free will? How are we using it to uplift, to help the soul to continue to evolve? Or how are we using our free will by the choices that we make that kind of pulls us down and creates a level of density for us? Or because of the negativity of our thoughts in terms of anger or resentment or bitterness, or, or frustrations, even frustrations are, are have an impact upon the energetic level of the soul and yourself in terms of what level you will vibrate at. Because ultimately the soul's destiny is to vibrate at higher frequencies to reunite with the God source, to spin at higher frequencies, to reunite at this, the God source. So we're we're beings of light, but in the process of living life, we made choices and decisions in our life that either elect to pull us up, as I mentioned before, or they elect to pull us down because of the decisions that we made. So energy that pulls us up are those things that we do that is sacrifice, service, selflessness, uh, that allows us to be able to give to others freely out of the goodness of our heart because we want the goodness for the other person. 
to be able to be kind and considerate. It doesn't mean that we're not firm in how holding a boundary about something, but it's a different energy by which we're doing it from than the energy of the ego, which will be doing it more from is um, if you cross that line, then I'm going to hurt you. You know, or if you, you know, do something negative to me, I'm going to slam you with something harder and just as negative, you know, or it's from a, a sense of that frustration or that anger or that sense that, you know, this person wronged me. Now I need to get even. Totally different energy than that of what the soul is needing and the soul focus is around. And so when it is around this, um, anger and frustration and bitterness and uh, tit for tat type of energy, we actually are now creating density. We're creating density. It's just like a garbage that we're creating. We're putting, we're like we put our garbage out every week um, for the garbage man to pick it up. Well, we don't realize there are certain thoughts, feelings, and reactions or stinky thinking. It's stinky thinking. It's it smells. You know, we take and the garbage man takes the garbage and puts it into a landfill. But do you realize that we can have a landfill of negativity with that exists within us and around us and our own energetic field of who we are as a person and as people? Yes. That density, which you know I like acronyms. And I mentioned this in Opening Up to Your Divinity, uh, one of the books in which I wrote. It relates to the dense energy now secretly intensified towards you. The dense energy of our thoughts, our negativities, our emotions, the moodiness, the, neg the uh, criticism, ingratitude, all are creating now secretly intensified and intensified towards you. And that energy weighs us down. It weighs us down. And we don't realize why I'm feeling down. Or I'm feeling this way or that way, that it's not in alignment with our true self, that soul self of lightness and energy. Because through the law of karma, we made certain choices that now through the law of cause and effect, come back to us that have an impact uh, whether uh, on us, whether we are aware of it or not. It doesn't matter whether you're aware, but the universe is aware because it works on universal immutable laws that exist. And it's up to us to learn what those laws are and be in alignment with those laws. So with this issue of density, because of the negative thoughts and emotions and reactions that we're doing, we're having and building this um, garbage of a land and we're dumping it into this landfill of ourselves, which is weighing us down. We don't realize that there are certain thoughts and feelings and reactions that, that do have grooves or tracks that create automatic thinking that we engage in that we have to begin starting to be alert to. And the way in which we become alert to those is the habits that we find ourselves engaged in, that we start observing those habits 
and noticing, oh, I always do this or always do that. Whatever those are, those habits that you're starting to know, because what I talk to my coaching clients around is seeing them as themes that keep on coming up. It's like the, um, there was a movie that came out many, I guess a couple of decades, decades ago called The uh, Never Ending Story. You know, and it was related to this ongoing episodes that kept on happening again and again. And we have to be attuned to the fact that those lessons that are being given to us again and again is being given because we need to pass them. We need to see that every time this person shows up, I will have a mood, I will have an attitude, I will be angry at this person. Well, that mood, attitude impacts more you and your energetic level than sometimes the other person, not to say they won't impact impacted by it at all, because they will, because people feel your energy. People feel our energy. We feel the person when they're being um, lighthearted and fun and adventurous, and we love that type of energy. And we also feel the energy when someone's depressed and down and grumpy, you know, and we don't want to be around that type of person. And it can feel like we have to walk on eggshells, you know, around the person. So we say, you know, better not to go there. Uh, with that person at all. For these universal laws of cause and effect and the law of free will, which we have choice, and that we have to be aware that there is an accountability, that we have a responsibility to know what these laws are so we can be more in alignment and in attunement with these laws. So these universal laws, we can trust. They're not going to go away. They happen regardless of what race you belong to, what religion you belong to, what ethnicity you are, what nationality you are, it really doesn't matter. It transcends all of that. And it really is something that you can rely on. These are laws that are reliable and you will see them um, come up, especially frequently in the law of cause and effect and the law of um, free will and the law of reincarnation is the next thing that I want to talk about. Because one of the laws exists is accountability for our actions and for your thoughts, words, deeds. But also we have to realize because of um, choices and decisions, I should say, because of choices and decisions that we've made uh, in our life that have been some very marvelous decisions and choices that vibrate at a higher frequency and some choices and decisions that have vibrated at a lower frequency um, that create that density that we talked about earlier. It is these situations that the law of the universe is the soul will need to continue to come back until it balances its energy. The soul will need to continue to come back until it rights the wrongs that it created in society against others as well as against themselves. And so that law, we have to realize, is a marvelous law because it gives us an understanding that the soul does live on until it can balance its energy to be at the frequency of light that to reunite with this God source. That's very powerful. And that's very comforting to know that because of this law of reincarnation, that our actions, our thoughts, 
our words, these matter. They do matter. They do impact. And that it's just like this scribe. Uh, you know, an angel scribe, this scribe writes down all the things that we're doing, like you would uh, transcript of your day. Well, it's writing down everything you do because in the universal flow of things, um, it allows us to know and the universe to know how we're using God's energy. And are we using it for good? Or are we using it for foe, negativity? against other individuals and it's through taking ownership of our actions and know that maybe something that we did many lifetimes ago because i know some people don't believe in reincarnation but i do and therefore i, I will speak on it uh, the, um, that happened many lifetimes ago because the soul lives on but the body does not you know that goes back to that ashes to ashes dust to dust it, it kind of it's the body doesn't live on, but the soul does. So the soul has to continue to go through life experiences to learn certain lessons. And that game moves us into the mastery of oneself and therefore the mastery of one's destiny and achievement with God's principles, precepts, and laws. So when the so when the, an example of that is taking ownership is, is that sometimes their horrific action is taken that a person has harmed another person through killing them or uh, maiming them in some ways. And then the, the situation that happens to the person uh, in terms of getting maimed, you know, they are feeling, you know, really down and they're feeling bad and they're feeling as if there's an injustice that is being done against them. And certainly there has been, but the law takes notice. The law does take notice. It's like that angel scribe writing it down and knowing that this person needs to correct this and not even in this embodiment that the person's in or in a future embodiment. And with that awareness, it releases this, the person who this action was inflicted upon to realize what comes around will go around so that I don't have to be, God says, vengeance is mine. And vengeance is mine. Let God take care of that piece. Let you take care of what you need to take care of and heal from the experience and not be jaded by the experience. And that is sometimes a great work, I understand. But is aware that you don't have to hold that animosity in your heart which only then creates density for you. So we'll talk about these things too, as we're looking at life's adventures, you know, and how to gain greater mastery of them. And I'm not going to say it's always easy, but there is a path by which you can be able to do it, as opposed to feeling like there's only a dead end. There isn't. In the process of realizing that the law of reincarnation is a part of the, the flow of life and why uh, we, we appear uh, in different places or, you know, um, you know, you may be in one land uh, in one incarnation and a different land in another incarnation. Uh, it is all a part of meeting certain individuals that you can be able to work with 
know that you may have some challenges with uh, and that you have another opportunity to balance whatever those challenges have been through love, through service, through kindness, through an awareness that your soul is evolving. Your soul is continuing to grow and it wants these um, types of experiences to be able to do so. So it gives another opportunity. And that's a great aspect of the law of reincarnation. It gives another opportunity for us to be able to work through whatever experiences we had in one lifetime that we need to work through in, in the next lifetime. And we're not going to get into all that goes into that process because there are um, uh, uh, processes in which we are able to know the people that we need to be around, the families we're born into, or the communities that we're born into. All that is more a complex process in some ways. Um, In other ways, it may not be as um, complicated. And as long as we're toggled to what is our soul learning, how is our soul growing, and how can we be the best person that we can be in any situation that we find ourselves in. I know that was pretty heavy, just talking about that. But we'll talk more. It's good information to reflect on, to think about, uh, and how it may show up, these concepts of the which we're talking about today, are universal laws in our life. So I hope um, this gives you, again, some food for thought. Look forward to talking, connecting, um, chatting next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for this episode on Mastering Life's Adventures, Being Your Best Self Through Soul Evolution. If you have enjoyed what you've heard today, I would be delighted if you would share this episode with others. Leave a thumbs up and subscribe to my Master in Life's Adventures podcast. Look forward to your joining the next episode. Please leave any comments or suggestions you might have below. Bye for now.